Welcome to the Cycling BC podcast, where we connect you to members of the cycling community to discuss events, training, nutrition, racing, and just about everything that has anything to do with cycling. In this episode of the Cycling BC podcast, Burnaby Velodrome Club president Hans Lofelhoes talks to us about the different programs happening at the Burnaby Velodrome Club this fall. As president of the Burnaby Velodrome Club, Hans is passionate about getting people to the track and helping them discover the thrill of track cycling, or helping those already familiar with the track take their cycling to the next level. Hans is an NCCP community-trained and NCCP Comp Intro certified coach. Hans is also still very active, racing as a Masters racer and bringing home the hardware in his age category. In 2019, Hans won multiple BC Provincial Track Cycling Championships. Yeah, well, thanks again for coming on to our little Cycling BC podcast. I really appreciate you making the time and talking to us. Um, where to start? I always like to start by getting it right when, when it comes to people's names who, whose names aren't very common. Hans, I can handle. Yeah, I'll just your, go with Hans. Hans, yeah. <laughs> your last name. I like to get it right, though, because yeah, every yeah. time I, I, I have to use it again, I, I do want to respect it and get it right. It's, is it Lofel Holes? Yeah, that's Did pretty get good. get it right? right yeah. Right. I, I usually tell people that uh, I don't know how to say my last name either. So. <laughs> What's the origin of, of that? It sounds German to me. Most of the time, I don't know. I, I tell people I don't know how to pronounce my name because I say it in a very Canadian way, but it's a very German name. So, uh, yeah, it's all German. Uh, funny German. It's a spoon of wood or wood spoon. Oh, yeah. Spoon wood, whatever way you want to say it. That's essentially what it is, but it has nothing to do with wooden spoons or making wooden spoons or anything like that. <laughs> is, is that where you're from? Uh, my, your, uh, your family yeah, my dad my dad's side was German yeah okay. yeah where did where did you grow up are you from BC or elsewhere? no Ontario so just uh grew up in a small town in the border of Ontario and Quebec okay yeah. cool and where did your where did your cycling story begin uh yeah probably most guys my age are uh influenced heavily by Steve Bauer, right? So okay. 1984 Olympics watching, not that I didn't ride before, but I was, you know, we rode bikes around and for fun around the community and skidding and all that kind of stuff. But when you watch Steve Bauer in the Olympics in 84, that was just like, whoa, that's what I want to do, man. That's cool. So that was, that was the, the start of it all as far as riding began. Okay. okay, right on. How did you, how did you get into racing super uh <laughs> super funny because uh, i didn't know anything about racing i didn't know well i went to the library pulled out a couple books back then there was no internet right we're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah exactly we're talking in the 80s and there was it's sort of like i went to the library at my school and pulled out a couple books from uh that we're talking about the tour de france and, and you know some of these old races and guys in wool jerseys and all that kind of stuff it was like super old the books were old they're from the school library so it's like the books are from the 70s themselves so it wasn't even relevant to cycling in the 80s um and i was just like mesmerized by that stuff man flipping through the pages checking out everything and so um a buddy i guess a buddy of my brother's was living in ottawa at the time and going to university and he started racing a little bit and heard about these races in Montreal 
so we were I lived halfway between Montreal and Ottawa so um, he my brother told me that his friend was coming back and he was going to be going to Montreal he's going to do this race on a weekday on a Tuesday and he's like you, do you want to go with him so I was like oh yeah cool you know go to a race and so the race was called Mount Z Lachine so it's okay. a Tuesday night race in Lachine outside of Montreal and, and I know nothing about racing. And it turns out like later on, like the Mount Z Lachine is like the big race, right? It's like, it's, you know, we, we think of our, uh, of our Tuesday night world championships here in, uh, in yeah. Burnaby as, uh, as the big race, but the Mount Z Lachine is the big race. Like if you're winning the Mount Z Lachine in, in Quebec, you're, you're a top rider. Yeah. It's a criterium yeah. around a park um, in Lachine, Quebec. And I was doing an obvious race. I don't know how many people there were. There were probably like, 10 or 11 novice riders i knew absolutely nothing so i was just like right off the go everyone's gone and i'm just like riding <laughs> where did so you place where, where did you place yourself in, in the group oh there Start. there was no placing my friend you're asking questions that are like <laughs> <laughs> deep-seated pain in my heart i don't know but yeah so there wasn't much in the way of uh, of uh, a placing back then like we're talking like clueless so i don't know i could have i don't know where i was on the start line and all i know is i just <laughs> rode till they, they i rode till they told me to stop okay and uh, and, and you know did you keep it. up with with myself they're like okay. everyone these guys everyone. rode away from me everyone just rode away i was like i was clueless so okay. uh, that was it but but what happened there which was which was really cool is that there's the pro race or the, the pro-am race that happens, right? Like the, the Mount Lachine is, is sort of like, you've got the novice race, you know, they have a few other races and then they have the big race, right? So the announcer comes out and this guy, he's a, a Italian uh, Quebecer and um, Tino Rossi is his name. He was the organizer and, and he does, like as a promoter, he's amazing. He just gets the crowd whipped into a frenzy, right? And he's, he's got everyone going, everyone's cheering and the riders are on the line and the, and the pro am starts. And it's just like, you're standing right on the sidewalk at the edge of the road and the riders are whipping by at 55 K an hour and the sound of the free wheels and the wind, right? It's just like, yeah. I was hooked. Like, like right then I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They whip so right by cool. you, you feel the wind and you get yeah. the chills on your arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, look, it looked nothing like what I had done like 30 minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah. How did your friend do that was going up to do the race? I can't even remember. Okay. I have, like he was a friend of my brother's. Honestly, okay. I, have, I can't remember anything except the fact that I did that race. And then we, we went back another, uh, uh, a couple weeks later and did it again with people or staying closer to people. But other than that, yeah, okay. that was, uh, those were my first two races. I was 14 years old. When did you head over to BC? I uh, just came here now. It's going to be, uh, well, it's four, four and a half years almost. So I came in May of uh, 2016. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so, so relatively new. And had you been in Ontario prior or did you spend yeah. some time elsewhere in between? Okay. No, no it's pretty much in Ontario and living in Ottawa for, uh, Ottawa and London, Ontario for, for most of that time. Yeah. Okay. And how'd you integrate yourself into the, the cycling and racing scene here? Well, I've, it's, it's funny, you know, so I've raced a long time and you, you meet a lot of racers. So yeah. Uh, you just sort of, you know, anytime you're going to a community, you're, you're looking for the local, the local heroes race, you're looking for the ride. You're, you're basically, you know, you're sussing out where you're going and, and what's happening there. So I just happened to, to land in, um, 
in uh, was it Point Grey, so that's mm -hmm. where we 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 stayed first when I when we moved here, and uh, the UBC raised I think it was the Tuesday I, I might have arrived on a Sunday and the UBC and raised, you raced on Tuesday <laughs> I raced on Tuesday right and I, I like I had no legs it was like I had been driving for five or six days and you know just chilling oh out. you drove over okay. yeah I drove across the country. You've been with the Burnaby Velodrome Club as the president of the club now for for how long now? Is it past couple I, of years? Yeah, I finished off two years and I'm entering my third year right now. Right on. So yeah, one of the reasons I wanted to ask you to come on to the podcast is because of all the different programming that you guys are bringing forth at the Burnaby Velodrome Club, which I saw come across my desk. I was like, wow, this is fantastic. I felt like felt like a kid on Christmas or a kid like receiving the Sears catalog and going through the toy section. Like, wow, look at all these goodies that the, the Bernie Belgium Club is, is putting on. So I was hoping that you could talk to us a little bit more about everything that's happening at the Burnaby Velodrome this year. Um, how long have you been riding track? You talked a little bit about your foray into road racing. How did you get into to track? Yeah, well, track is, uh, uh, you know, I guess I, I've, I've lived close enough to a track that I could drive to a track pretty much all my life. So I grew up again between Ottawa and Montreal. So there was the Olympic Velodrome from 1976 that was in Montreal. And uh, when I lived in Ottawa, the club that I belonged to had winter trips. So what we do is on Friday nights, we would drive to Montreal and we would ride the velodrome they'd book a book time at the velodrome we'd ride the velodrome and then if we wanted we would stay over for saturday and do their saturday race program or we would just drive back really late at night on a friday night so uh that's where i started so i started when i was 17 on the track and then uh so rode there for a couple seasons and then uh, there's also a track in delhi ontario or, or just outside of delhi a small town called windham center and it was a uh that area of, of Ontario, Southern Ontario is like a full on Belgium uh, settlement. So there's lots of uh, history there with cycling. In fact, when I moved out here and I met Jim Davies, um, yeah. I was talking to him and he was saying, oh, I went to Delhi when I was younger and I, uh, I, uh, I raced on the board tracks there and I'm going, no way. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, did you know this guy? And he's like, oh, I did know that guy, right? <laughs> so some of the old commissaires um, back from Ontario back in the, in the day was like Joe DeMeyer. He was, a, he was a big racer in his day and he was a commissaire when I was young. So uh, a real popular commissaire at that. But he was around the track the whole time and, and pretty good track racer. So Delhi, Ontario, small, uh, small track, asphalt in a, in a field, really. It's just in a field. <laughs> yeah. And before moving to BC, had you raced at the Burnaby Velodrome track before? No, no. In fact, like, so strange enough, I had raced so from 14 till I, you know, I, I consider myself stopped. I stopped racing when I was 25 really um and uh i never made it out to bc in that whole time so i alberta manitoba you know obviously quebec maritimes uh, all over the states racing and never made it out to bc once so when i drove out here in in 2016 that was the first time i'd ever set eyes on uh, on bc so it was pretty impressive yeah 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 what were your impressions oh it was, it was beautiful yeah 
uh, it's just in incredible coming down through the through the through the mountains. It's just like, oh, this is so yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, so first time Burnaby Velodrome, uh, like I'd ridden Montreal, I'd ridden, uh, there was a Velodrome in Dieppe for a while uh, in New Brunswick. I rode that when it was uh, just first open. Um, then uh, Delhi, uh, there was a Velodrome in London, Ontario, and I, I actually lived in London pretty much up until the day they opened it. And I, <laughs> I moved pretty much the, the day before they opened type of thing. Uh, so I didn't get to try uh, the London Velodrome, what they call the Forest City Velodrome. But uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been it's been pretty right good. So and now I know you're president of the Burnaby Velodrome Club, uh, going into your third year. Yeah. Um, what yeah. made you want to step up and and get involved at at the board level? Uh, you know, I think I was coerced into it from yeah. uh, <laughs> from David. <laughs> David was like David uh, Miller. So David I, I Miller. Was, yeah. Yeah. I was like uh, going to the track with David. We'd be driving to the track, and and I'd only been there a year and you mm -hmm. know, just riding and racing and connected with david and then we were like oh you know he's like oh yeah we should uh you know we should we should get involved in the board right and i'm like nah nah i'm just a racer right like i, I just want to race my bike yeah <laughs> i don't i don't really want to get involved in uh, in organizing and and he's like okay and, and you know later on i don't know how it came up and maybe keith one of the other guys at the track was like uh you know what do you think about joining the board uh, this this coming year uh, the old uh, the the president that was at the time George McLaughlin. George McLaughlin, yes. Yeah. So he he was going to be stepping down, and so I was like, oh, okay, oh, I don't know. And then I was like, okay, I, I I'm going to do it since uh, since you know a couple of people are asking. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll step up and uh, and do that. And it's been great. You know, I guess it's uh it's one of those things where sometimes you you don't know. Um, you don't know what you're missing till you till you step up and do something, right? It was just a great great opportunity for me to to sort of give back. Uh, I was explaining to someone just maybe just a week or two ago that as a bike racer, you know, you're so focused on trying to excel, trying to be the best that you can be. You're you're just drilling it all the time. You're training. You eat. You sleep. You 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 live for cycling. Uh, you, you don't always have the opportunity to give. Right. You don't always have the opportunity to give back, uh, whether that's volunteering or supporting. So when I initially stopped racing in uh, in 96 and went to school, I was I became a race director for a local club in London. And then, uh, you know, I started supporting and I was still racing, though, but not not dedicated to racing. And then um, so coming out here and, and doing the velodrome thing was just another another way for me to give back. Yeah. So for people that have never been to the Burnaby Velodrome, uh, how would you describe it? Uh, so to, you know, to describe it as a building, I think is kind of uh, probably gonna lack, um, lack something. I think the, the Velodrome is, or is better described as a community. And okay. I think Velodromes everywhere are more like communities than they are like facilities. What you'll find is there's a group of people, a collection of people, old, young, uh, some super talented, some just beginners, and they all come together in this collective area that uh, that really it contains them. The velodrome contains all these people and allows them to experience something and share knowledge. So it's more than just a facility, even though you know the the Harry Jerome Sports Center with being a bubble and 
and the 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 feeling and the noise and the vibe when you walk in is pretty in, impressive right mm -hmm. uh it's it's really when you get in there it's really just the chatter of of the people um that that makes it amazing yeah yeah i think you're right in in that regard that was my very first impression of my first time in the velodrome when i went in for uh learn to ride is sure you know that building's been there to me it seems like forever having grown up in in vancouver and burnaby uh, driving by it all the time not having stepped foot inside and for the very first time i walked in i was like oh this is what's inside but it wasn't so much the building like you say it was kind of the the energy of the the people kind of just chatting in the infield and smiling and having fun and then there's you know there's people going around the velodrome of course mm. but uh there's there's an energy in there which is gives the the velodrome a sense of of community and i felt that right away i'm like oh these these people are all kind of like tight tight with each other and very friendly yeah. so yeah yeah i, I think, yeah. I think each there. each um each discipline in cycling sort of has something unique about it that that allows people to connect in different ways. And, you know, when you compare road cycling to mountain biking, you know, mountain biking, you have that parking lot sort of camaraderie, right? Everyone's mm -hmm. in the parking lot. Uh, and then you go from, if you were doing BMX, it's the same idea. You're, you're, you've got these heats. So everyone kind of hangs around because you've got another heat coming up. So it's a little bit more than mountain biking because you've, you're, you're sort of stuck in this place. And then track cycling is, is, is just an extension of that. It's sort of like you, everything takes place within this very small area. So everyone's just there. So you have time to chat. You have, you know, you, if you didn't chat, it would be really strange, right? That's right. Because you're in this group or with all these other people. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's kind of cool that way. So tell us about some of the things that you guys have going on at the Burnley Velodrome this season. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I think the, the cool stuff that um, you know people should know is that the, the velodrome is uh, what is it twenty three I think it's twenty three years old this year so it's like nineteen ninety seven is when it opened and it's the longest running velodrome in North America like indoor velodrome in North America so oh, it's wow. got this it's got this legacy and and it took a incredible long time for it to be built. And it was built through sort of this passion and, and collective volunteering and, and, and donations and some support from the city of Burnaby. And you have this thing where people had this vision of allowing athletes and, and, and riders to come and, and grow, right? And, and basically ride track because track is at the core of cycling. It's one of the, you know, it's pure, it's simple. There's only one gear. Uh, it's a very simple surface but there's so much skill involved and, and tactics involved that if you learn to race on the track you'll you'll be amazing at every other discipline right like you can apply it to every other discipline so they had that vision and they create this thing and and this year i'm going to say is it's no different than any other year from the perspective of we're just carrying on that vision right we're basically looking at our community and we're saying man we've been we've been hit hard by covid um we haven't been able to race all year and it was sort of like we we really wanted to make sure that, that we could provide something to the to the riders that want to race and the riders who want to ride this fall and this winter that don't want to be outside all the time. So uh, you know, key things were trying to introduce a a women's session, which 
was super exciting to to do for for me to to actually get that on the calendar. So we mm -hmm. have um, we have a number of sessions. We're taking taking uh, just a women's group through, and we've got uh, Steph Rorda as a coach, so a national team member as the coach. Uh, so super excited about that. And, and we've had two sessions now and, and everyone's on the boards, everyone's riding, they're riding on the stair line. And, uh, and that's really cool. So, so we'll have a few more of those uh, this fall till mid-November. Um, we've got our typical, and I say typical, but we've sort of revamped it this year, is our Wednesday workouts. And we had to put a little, lot of uh, thought into how we were going to do that within the COVID uh, realm. So right. We've got cohorts of riders who come to the track. We've got them divided into categories and they can ride the track at different times. And we've got uh, Laura Brown, Al Murison, and uh, Steph Rorda as the coaches this year. So we're really, um, really focusing for the A and B riders on high performance, trying mm -hmm. to get those riders, if, if they so desire, um, to get them to the next level in their game. So hopefully, they're going to learn from national team members and national level coach uh, how to how to fine tune some of their fitness that they have because these guys are super fast and super strong. So it's just a matter of how do you apply all that to be successful in the track, and the track can be a great pipeline to uh, to the national team. So, yeah, so that's they're really they're learning from some great uh, coaches there that have yeah yeah you know some pretty Absolutely. pretty big resumes in terms of track cycling. So yeah yeah, going. as I say, some some folks with some hardware. Yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then for uh, for the entry level or or what we call novice and our sea level riders, we're we're doing more around like if I was to say we've got uh, A and B, they're they're doing this practice thing, right? And they're doing training, so they're they're upping their skill base and they're upping their fitness base around the discipline of track cycling. Then if we look at the uh, the CD group, they're doing more in the realm of practice, so mm -hmm. upping the skills and and then and then some fitness stuff so so they're still getting a workout but it's real real a focus around becoming a better rider right uh so you know if, if you join that uh well it's actually maxed out so we can't actually take any more people into the into the cohorts which was kind of uh, a, a surprise uh to us but if you're if you're involved in that you're you're just going to get better so you have 10 week session in the fall 10 week session in the uh, in the winter and the idea is that you're going to come out in the spring as a better rider technically and and uh, physiologically so that's what the focus is um, then we've got uh, novice and learn to ride programs and we've got some open track so those three are all centered around taking a, a rider who's brand new who's never walked in the facility before uh, getting them set up on the bike we have all the rental bikes there and getting them set up and then a coach takes them through a to Z of learning how to ride the track. So then they can join in to either a training session or into an open ride. So it's a, it's, it's a good place if you're new to cycling, uh, you're riding, you're, you're fit enough, um, but you just wanna become better. There, you know, there are some clubs and some groups out there that have coaches and you can find a private coach and you can get involved in cycling that way and, and sort of up your game. If you join the velodrome, you're, you've got access to that. So there's always, because of that community aspect, there's always someone out there who has more years experience and they're sitting right there. And when you say, oh, what gear should I use for this race? Then they're gonna, they're gonna give you some ideas on what to do. Uh, you're thinking, oh, how do, how, do I, how do I get around that guy? You know, I, I've, I've lost to him twice already. And then you're gonna hear, oh, this is, this is what you can do different. And, and just by that alone, it, 
it allows a rider to develop a lot faster. So if you compare road riding, which I love road riding, by the way, like road riding yeah. is my, uh, you know, that's, that's what my background really is. I spent all my years focused on the road, uh, a little bit of mountain biking and that thrown in. Um, but if you raced once a week on the road, right, through the course of a summer, uh, you, you'd have to be living somewhere where there are races once a week, and whether that's a training race or whether that's a real, a larger weekend race. So it's pretty hard to find a place in Ontario or in, in Canada right now where there are weekend races for roads, for road everywhere. Right. Yeah and, yeah. and where those races are, you know, proper distance for you to make the leap between uh, an amateur, a provincial level amateur to a national caliber rider, right? Like we don't really do a lot of 180K road races anymore, but that, you know, that used to be the, the standard 140 to 160 all the time. Um, so if you only have an opportunity to race once a week, then you only have an opportunity to learn how to win once a week and you only learn from your mistakes once a week so over a course of let's say four or five hours or a 90 minute crit you go in you make one mistake you miss the break okay that's your lesson learned right uh, when you race on the track in one week you're going to do three races a night and you might do four if you're doing a if we have a weekend event you'll do at least four events so you have four opportunities each week or three opportunities each week to learn your craft about winning sure, and, yeah. and learn what you have to do differently when you're losing. And I think that's, you know, Alex Sita was talking about track racing in the podcast that you did with him. Yeah. And I just thought it was brilliant because he really, he brought the two things together to say, Hey, if you want to become a better road rider, here's something that can support that. And that's the way I, I see it. So if you're, if you're at the track, you get three opportunities to learn how to win and you can get better every time. So, and I've seen lots of riders come to the track uh, as a sea level rider and, and now they're, they're elite cat one riders. It just within a matter yeah. of a year, just because they learn how to race their bike. Right. Yeah. Alex did mention that. He said that track cycling, riding the track is like the basis for everything mm-hmm. you do in cycling. So yeah, yeah. you drop so many gems uh, on that conversation I had with him that I, I'll, I'll cherish that and I'll continue to push that out to people. Yeah. Um, because he he dropped so much knowledge on that podcast and he had everything to say about track cycling as being the foundation for mm-hmm. cycling success so yeah there's um, a lot of gold in there for sure yeah um yeah so thanks for that a lot of good stuff happening at the burnaby velodrome um for and, and you really essentially don't need very much to get started at the velodrome like you said you know when i first came in the, there's rental bikes there. Uh, there's the, the coach there to help you out in, in terms of any special gear or anything. You don't really need anything. You could ride in flats if you wanted, yeah. bring your own yeah. pedals. Is there anything that anyone, that, anything special that somebody needs to get started on the track? Um, right now, they need to uh, just have the desire, right? Okay. Like that, that's it. If, yeah. uh, if you've got the desire to try something new. And, and you know, I, I sort of sell it as that for a lot of people. Uh, is when's the last time you did something as an adult that caused your heart to sort of beat a little bit faster? Yeah. Right? Okay. And and, yeah. and you you sort of got a little bit sweaty. And oh you yeah. Caught, and you're sitting there looking at the velodrome, going, Yeah. Uh, okay, you really? I'm supposed to ride on that thing, right? Yeah. That and, and I'm supposed to maintain this speed or right. else? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's not a joy ride, right? Like it's not at the amusement park. It's not at the PNE. This and, is actually oh yeah, you and can do. and the bike has no brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So all that stuff, you know, comes into play. So it, it gives you a unique experience that yeah. most people who try it are like, okay, that was really incredible. I actually did that. So whether they come back to, to do it, it's just that, that one time experience. Okay. I actually rode on a wall that's 47 degrees, uh, made of wood and my bike didn't fall. You know, it didn't slide out. That is so cool. Yeah. That's exhilarating. What are some tracks do's and don'ts that you would provide as advice to newbies that are coming into the village? Uh, well, at a, on a very high level scale, I'd say the first do is show up. That's, that's going to be the best thing you ever do for yourself is, is actually give it a try, especially if you live here in Vancouver. Um, it's in your backyard. Like if you didn't try it once, uh, that would just be a real miss out on your part. So that's the do. The do is show up and give it a try. Uh, the don't, um, you know, I think the don't is, is around fear, right? Don't let fear uh, stop you from, from trying it. Like this, the coach is there. The coach is there. They're going to walk you through everything. Um, so it's unlike any other discipline because you're not going to get on the track without a coach giving you the step-by-step -step process to be successful on the track. So you could, you could go to the store tomorrow, you could buy a $3,000 or $5,000 or $10,000 road bike, buy a pair of shoes, cycling shorts, and, and go out and ride and be set up wrong and, and not know what you're doing. And that would be perfectly normal. It's quite possible to do that. Uh, when you come to the track, that's, that's not possible. It doesn't fit into the scope of the, of the velodrome. We're going we're gonna to take you, we're going to give you a bike to use, and, and we're going to make sure you're set up on the bike properly enough, and we're going to guide you through that process and get you up on the track. So it's like you only have to think about overcoming your own barriers because we're going to support you the rest of the way, and you're going to be doing it right. All the skills that you learn from that very first day till five weeks later, if, if you do five weeks of riding, every skill is going to build upon the next one. and what, at, at no point do you stop learning in this sport. So, and that's road as well. That's mountain biking. You're always learning something. So as you keep on coming to the velodrome, you're going to learn how to be smoother and more efficient. You're going to learn how to use the track at, to your advantage. And, and that just comes with time. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I definitely got to get myself back there. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to getting back there, especially now. Would you say that the fall people start kind of heading back into the track as the weather starts to turn and it gets colder and darker more people head indoors and, and ride the track in burnaby yeah yeah the fall season you know it's sort of what we're what we're known for is that uh october to december series and the uh the january to march series uh, in between there, we have a couple events that we usually put on. So some big weekend events. I'm not sure how that'll work out this year. They're, they're definitely going to be different in the fall. We'll see what the winter looks like. But uh, yeah, a lot of people do come in at this time of year. They, they transition from outside riding and, you know, the rain. If they're doing cyclocross, when that's done, they'll, they'll start to come in and, and ride the track. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a couple advantages of the track. Uh, you don't have to clean your bike, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you go, you go for an hour ride or a 90 minute ride on the track and you're done. You don't have to worry about uh, spending another 30 or 40 minutes cleaning your bike, spraying it down. Yeah. Now, do you guys still have the bike storage available mm -hmm. there for people? Yeah. So, okay. so if we were to walk through like a, an onboarding process for someone, um, you could, 
you could come to the track and you would like, okay, I want to do a learn to ride. So right now you have to sign up online because everything has to be booked in advance. That's just part of our, uh, our transition to COVID, but also just our transition to, to our new plan. So you sign up online and you book a session on the calendar, you show up at that session, the coach is there. Usually there's like three or four other riders that are in that session, maybe more. And we get you set up on your bike. So that particular program, there's a fee for that. It's called the Learn to Ride program. So you're basically learning to ride. Now there's typically five sessions in that. So we, we feel that after five sessions, so five 90 minute sessions, you're probably gonna be pretty competent if you're still struggling with some of the elements, then we we give you extra time to to support you to to get to to where we want you to be, so that you can ride with others pretty confidently. Um, and if you're advanced because you're just a great rider and you have lots of skill, then maybe it won't be five sessions, maybe it'll only be three. Um, but the idea is it's all around assessment and progress and sort of following a continuum. Um, if you only want to try it once, it's just twenty five dollars. So you just come in and $25, you can, you still have to sign up online, but $25, it's what we call a try the track. So you okay. come in, you can come with your buddies, everyone signs in. Um, and then, you know, if you're three, four, five, six, we, we have lots of bikes. You can have uh, 10, 15 people. Uh, you can bring a group and, and we can get you to try the track and yeah, it's 25 bucks each. Right? Oh, right on. When are those scheduled throughout the, the week? They're, they're the same as um, the Learn to Ride. So if you look on our on our calendar, we usually have them now that season started. Um, off the top of my head, I'm going with uh, Saturdays at uh, seven o'clock are, are when they're scheduled. And we might be opening up new sessions on Friday nights after our racing is done. I might get a group of guys together and have a, a boys night out at the track one of these it, nights. It's the way to do it, you know. Uh, I go to Apex yeah. uh, Trampoline Park with my son. I think it's like 30 bucks an hour. You know, all right. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, 25 bucks uh, for 90 minutes coach session is uh, is pretty good. Who who can people expect to see at the Burnaby Velodrome? I remember walking in, I saw Tristan Chernov. You know, uh, I was like, wow, yeah. this guy is a legend. Um, and I'm right here. He's right here at the Burnaby Velodrome. Like, who 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 do people see at the Burnaby Velodrome? Who comes there? Who's it for? Well, it's you know, it's for everyone. Uh, you know. Um, it's it's because it's a velodrome uh it's going to attract people who are national and international level that ride track so uh you know on sunday we had the women's clinic in the morning and you know just as we're getting ready to to wrap up uh, any for me any uh foreman mackie comes in right so she's on the national team she's going to be going to tokyo and, and it's sort of like okay so you're being you're being coached by Steph Rona, right? So decorated yeah. athlete, and here comes Annie. So it's like, that's the velodrome, right? The, the folks who are going to the highest level of competition in the world are in this facility, right? So Tristan's there, uh, Kate O'Brien's there. So it's just, yeah, you're just gonna be around people who are honing their craft, their training, they're, they're dedicated to, to being great in the sport, they're representing Canada. Uh, some of the younger guys, we've had uh, uh, Ethan Organicek and um, uh, Sean Richardson, uh, Emil Flett-Brown, these guys have all been, uh, been going to nationals, uh, went to the World Cup in, uh, in Milton last year in the winter. So yeah, a lot of a lot of really strong, uh, highly skilled riders are are working out of there. 
And there's more like the list is endless, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And at the same time, there's people like me who walk in who don't know how to ride a bike. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I could say the same for me when, I, when yeah. I'm beside those folks, it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Got nothing. Yeah. yeah. So it's impressive. It, and again, because of the community, you're going to sit down beside those people, right? Like you're, you're, you're not, there's no line divided in the sand. It's not exactly. like, you know, as, as I tell people who come to the track, you never get dropped on the track, right? You just wait a couple <laughs> seconds and they they come back around for you, loud, right? Yeah. So it's just like the furthest you're ever behind is like a hundred and something meters, uh, right. and then and then they're getting closer to you. So, so it's it's always good. <laughs> That's a good yeah. way of looking at it. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, always find the bright side. <laughs> cool. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. Do you have any? parting words for the, the cycling BC community? Oh, you know, I just want to say it's, it's just been a fantastic journey. You know, um, moving out to BC has totally exceeded my expectations. I, I think that first week when I got here and I did that Tuesday nighter just from, you know, getting the, the slap in the face of reality of what the, <laughs> uh, the A racers were doing out here around UBC. I, I'm pretty sure the next day I, I was on an email with uh, with Ben Chaddock and and he was putting on a coaching clinic uh, up in Whistler and I was like so I was going to that on the weekend and it was just like ever since then it's just been roll you know I ride program has just been amazing uh, the community here is just vibrant and it, it's it's really exciting and it's tangible it's like right there for everyone to access which is just incredible it's not centered around the velodrome or it's, it's not centered around uh, some some uh, some crits it's not centered around mountain biking like i have so many great things here just it's like the best of the world right here uh, and the weather's pretty good you know i do come from ottawa so I, i'm gonna right. say I'm, I'm enjoying the nice mild winters that's for sure yeah getting soft maybe right yeah. on <laughs> so so yeah so i i absolutely uh, have enjoyed my time out here it's been uh, it's been amazing yeah okay well thank you hans we we appreciate you and we thank you for your contributions to everything you do for Cycling BC and the cycling community here as the president of the Burnaby Velodrome Club, as a coach, as just an all-around good guy for, for cycling here in BC. So thank you very much. We appreciate you. And thank you for being so gracious with your time. Oh, man, no problem. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. That's great. Hey, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cycling BC podcast with our guest, Hans Lofelhoes. Be sure to check out other episodes of our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts these days. We'll catch you on the next one. And in the meantime, be safe and enjoy the ride.